Welcome to Live Well Anyway. I'm your host, Mackenzie Coppa, and on this podcast, we focus on a lot of life's logistics, like planning and wellness, along with some fun things like skincare and reading, and overall, we just throw in a whole lot of life. Around here, we know that life is messy, but we're just doing our best to learn how to live well anyway. So join me on this journey as we figure it out together. And just to get us started, I'll go first. And today, I am going first, talking about five areas in our home or our car that are really helpful to get organized and pulled together before the start of the school year. We're going to do a bit of a deep dive and hopefully give you some ideas that maybe you haven't really thought about before or just some good reminders for things that you definitely want to make sure you have underway or you have pulled together before the start of the year so you can just be more on top of life and not feel like the start of the school year is as hectic as it normally is. These are some really simple things. Sometimes that take a little bit more time but are so helpful that you can do before the school year starts, especially in the month of August, so that you can start the year off on the best foot forward. And hey, if you listen to this episode and you think, I love your ideas, Mackenzie, but I also have some of my own, I would love if you would come over to my Instagram post that is about this episode and share some of those ideas with all of us. I always want to know new things that I can be doing to be better prepared and less harried in the school year. And I'm sure other ladies would love to know your ideas as well. So let's all share the wealth, share it all together, come and comment on that Instagram post at Mackenzie Coppa, and we can all get in there and get just amazing ideas so that we can all be more prepared for this school year. And just so you know, I do mention a lot of different helpful products in today's episode, things that you can have in your car or your backpack area or things that are helpful to have in the fridge or the closets or whatever. And so if you want to easily be able to find anything that I have talked about in this episode, you can go to MackenzieCoppa.com slash Amazon and click on our back to school 2022 board and it will have all of those products listed there so you can find them really easily and not have to go searching around town. So again, you can go to mckenziecoppa.com slash Amazon and then click on the back to school 2022 board and we will have all of those things listed there for you to find. And if you happen to be listening to this episode today and you're like, this all sounds great and I really do want to get on top of my year, but I feel like I need a little bit more personal instruction or a little bit of handholding or moreover, if you just need some accountability to make sure that somebody is like, hey, are you getting this stuff done? How, how are you doing on that stuff? Is it coming together? I'm your gal. I can be that person for you. All you have to do is join our back-to-school cohort that starts next Monday. So you can go to mckenziecoppa.com slash cohort, and that is where I've got the sign-up for not only our back-to-school cohort, that's just going to be a mini two-week intensive session. In fact, if you've already started your school year and you're like, oh, I really should have gotten some of these things done before we got in the role of things, and this year is kind of steamrolling me already, it's not too late. We can get you back on track. We can get you meal planning and get your car pulled together and get your calendar pulled together and get all the things together. You don't have to just be like, well, the school year started. I guess I'm out of luck. No, let me help you get things together and pulled all cohesively into a plan and have things prepped so that you can actually, you know, let out a sigh of relief and enjoy the beginning of this school year. So head over to mckenziecoppacom slash cohort. I would love to have you in there. And if you want even more help and you want to do kind of like a whole life overhaul, then I also have openings in our September live well planned cohort that are currently open. So go to mckenziecoppacom slash cohort. Okay, I'm so excited to get into this episode and really get down to the nitty gritty of the things that we can be getting prepared for back to school. But before we get there, I have a really fun conversation that I want to include today with one of the ladies who is actually in our July cohort. And she also happens to be one of my right hand gals who helps me out with graphics and marketing and different stuff for the podcast and Patreon and all of that. She's awesome. It was so fun for us to be able to collaborate together because she helps me in so many ways. And I got to turn the tables a little bit and help her with all of her planning and organization in the month of July as she was a part of the Live Well Planned cohort. So I wanted to have her come on, talk about her experience, and also talk about her awesome marketing biz that she has with her sister. So today I am featuring Katrina Brooks. Welcome, Katrina. 
I'm Mackenzie. Well, I am so excited to get to chat with you today for a little bit because first of all, you've sort of become like a right-hand man to me, which I'm so appreciative of. And I want to talk a little bit about what you do in your business, but you are also, well, you're a patron. You've been a patron yes. for like ever, I think. Yes, since you started. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So a long time, you were back in the Periscope days, right? I was, I was, yes, yeah. which feels a very long time ago. It really <laughs> does. I mean, I think that was like seven years ago. Yeah. So it's like it's Ellie was home. little, like she was yeah. a baby still. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. My life was completely different. I tried yeah. to block out that whole, <laughs> that whole section. You know, um, I think a, a lot of us might, you know, yeah. a lot of us had completely different lives back then. Yeah, so. it's true. <laughs> a lot can change in seven years. That's yes. for darn sure. Um, so yeah, you've been with me for a long, long time. And then you recently did our cohort yes. that I've been doing. So you were in the July cohort. We have the back to school cohort that is coming next week, which people can still get involved with if they want to, but you did just kind of like the holistic overall life management, getting our stuff together cohort. And yes. what made you decide that you wanted to become a part of the cohort? Well, I think um, maybe a lot of people can relate to this, but I kind of feel like I lost my groove after the pandemic. Like I used to just kind of like, I could go a million and one different directions with my four kids. And I just, I had it all under control and I was on top of everything. And it was like, because I didn't have to do that for a couple of years, cause we weren't going and doing anything. All of a sudden when everything started back up, it was like, I was like, I know I used to do this, but I don't know how, and now I don't know yeah. how to figure it out. And so, um, I just really, I think I also just really needed kind of like either an accountability or an outside perspective mm -hmm. on how to kind of just get back in my groove and get, I don't know, get like, um, organized again and really get my time management down. And on top of that, I had start, I'd gone from being a stay at home mom, hundred percent of the time to starting a business with my sister. And so it was just a totally different, um, life, you know, like everything yeah. was starting back up and I also was trying to work part-time from home. And so it just was like, I don't know how to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think, hadn't you guys moved in that span of time? Too? Yes. You yes. moved. And then I think something that people don't really think about much is, that yes, we're all trying to get our lives back and back on track after the pandemic, but especially for parents, kids changing over a two year period is significant yes. change. So yes. the life you left behind at the beginning of the pandemic is totally different than what you're entering back into. I mean, right. I had a middle schooler. Now I have a sophomore in high school. It's a right. very different set of circumstances that we are working with and things that we are juggling. And so in so many ways, instead of that progression, just like being natural and normal, like it would have been, we, we are jumping from like two different life stages. Yes. And so I think it's, it can be really overwhelming and really hard. Like you were saying, like, I'm not in this groove. I don't remember how to do this, but how do we remember when it's totally different than yeah. it would have even been? Yeah. And we were really careful, actually the pandemic, I will say one good thing that kind of came from it was sort of a purging in our schedule yeah. because we were super purposeful. Um, once we were, you know, re-entering, you know, normal life and stuff like of what we added back into our schedule. So like we would talk to our kids about like, did you really miss taking dance class or did you really miss playing the trumpet? You know, cause like if you didn't miss it these last year and a half or two years or however long it had been, like, there's no reason to add it back to the calendar. So yeah. it's funny that I felt like it was harder for me to, to juggle all of it, but I'm still pretty sure that we were juggling fewer things than I had in the past. Yeah. But, yeah. I um, think that we've kind of done that, that same process too. Like don't do anything if you don't love it. Yeah. Like it's not worth it. And really kind of honing, not that I don't want my kids to try things and all of that, but when they really find something they do enjoy, right. I keep doing the things that they don't, right. you know? And, and I mean, we it. all saw that like we could survive without having a hundred things on our schedules. Yeah. And, you know, I think my kids were a little bit happier for it. So yeah, yeah we, we tried to be super purposeful on what we let back into our lives and 
um, I think, you know, my, like you said, like our kids are a little bit older, so they kind of have a better idea of what they do enjoy and what they don't enjoy. So we're less in that testing phase, yeah. um, at this yeah. point, which is kind of nice too. Yeah, so. I totally agree. Yes. It's, it's a, a fun new stage, but it has its own challenges. And like you were saying, you also incorporated a business. And I think that a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people learned how to work from home and how to yes. kind of juggle that. But it, I would say, most of us really did it in a survival mode kind of way with our kids around. And I think that you and I can both attest to like summer is still kind of that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It is just, it's hard when you are a work from home parent and they are here and you want to be on for them, but you also have a job you need to do. And they, they don't really grasp like, Oh, mom works because well, yeah. And they visually, they see you like you're at home. They're like, well, why can't you run me over here? Or why can't we go and do this? This sounds fun. And I'm like, yeah, it really does sound fun. But like, I'm also trying to work and get things done. Yeah. And there's just not that like even visual, um, break for them where they like, you know, I'm just, I'm still here. Yeah. So yeah. Like, oh, you're available. I'm like, well, no, I'm not. <laughs> and there's that. And there's also they we've got them in activities, which you think yes. is going to help you. <laughs> like they're gone, <laughs> but really you spend so much time in the car and like jostling people from here or there. Like it has its whole, a whole other sense of busyness. And it does. I think during the school year, it's like, okay, well, at least the busyness is after school hours. Right. <laughs> at but least you have like- this nice block of like six yeah. hours or something that they're, you know, you know, that they're just at school and you don't have to think about it. And yes. Yeah. yeah. I definitely did not plan our summer activities. Um, as well as I could have in hindsight now. <laughs> well, and I think that to a certain extent, <laughs> It's like all you can do. I mean, I think we felt that in the pandemic and I think I feel that every summer, like there's just only so much you can do to try to make everybody okay with the fact that mom is working while they're home. It's just, it's a thing. And so, you know, we get through it the best we can. And then we know that we can really buckle down and work really hard the other nine months of the year to try to like make up for the, the summer craziness. For sure. But I feel like one thing that like the cohort did for me was it really helped me kind of analyze my time um, from a different perspective and sort of acknowledge like, okay, well, you know, I need to make these adjustments. Either I need to plan next summer differently, or I need to make adjustments on what my expectations are as far as what my time is going to look like. And so mapping out all of my time through the process with the cohort, I think really helped me both moving forward into the fall, but even, you know, preparing for next summer. Cause again, next summer they're going to be home again. So, (laughs) well, and I think that a big part of the cohort is a little bit of a reality check because when people actually do their brain dumps and then they actually look at the amount of time that they have and they map that all out and we start looking at the disparity between the two, it's like, yeah, well, maybe this isn't realistic. And that can be really hard to face for either things you want to do or you need to do, or you just feel like you should do because other people are doing and really breaking all that down and kind of doing a purge on that and figuring out what is really even possible at this point in time, I think is important just for our general sanity. Well, and I really liked how the, with the cohort, there was the balance between kind of the group, the group lessons and the group coaching and the group discussions. But then, you know, each week we had that, like, you looked at each of our individual situations. Not everybody has four kids like I do that they're running here, there and everywhere. So like maybe, you know, they don't need addressed for them the way that I did for me that, you know, Hey, you need to take into consideration the drive time. Like you're not putting that on your calendar and you're spending more time driving to and from than you realize you are. So like, you've got to block that time out. Cause it's not, if they have a lesson from one to three, I'm not, it's not that I'm, it's really like, you know, say 1230 to 330 that I'm yeah. kind of you know, blocked out because I've got to account for that drive time. So, um, just those little pieces were really helpful to kind of have somebody else point out to me. Well, and I think that was a huge piece for you and even figuring out how to utilize that drive time, like 
figuring out, were you going to stay at the activity? Were you coming back home? Was there something you could actually take and do in the car while you were waiting at the activity where maybe that would have been a little bit more like, oh, I'll just, you know, see what happens. Right. But I feel like you were able to zone in on like, oh, if I decide ahead of time that this is the thing I'm going to do while I'm waiting for them, I can still make that time productive. Mm-hmm. And I felt like from being your coach and looking in, that seemed to be a big shift for you and actually having a plan for what you were going to do during those times. Yes, for sure. And definitely like just that encouragement and that, like, I've, I've got to look at the next day, the night before. If yeah. I don't look at the next day, the night before, I don't really know what I'm doing with my day. And I'm trying to decide as I go along. Yeah. And that ultimately ends up being much more inefficient. Um, and I end up with a lot more time waste than what I want to have. So, yeah. Which is something that we hit on numerous times throughout the cohort that you make better decisions ahead of time than you do in the moment. Mm -hmm. And you're also able to make those decisions in bulk to some extent. You can make a lot of decisions at once for your time instead of that constant decision-making process, which leads to decision fatigue and burnout and frustration. So it's just like a totally different way of looking at how you structure your days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I do want to hit on though. So you are structuring your days. We've mentioned that you have a business that you are needing to be productive with. So would you talk a little bit for a minute about what you and your sister are doing? Yeah. So, um, at the beginning of 2020, um, kind of, I guess I found myself, you know, it's like, well, we're not going anywhere. And it was kind of like, what am I going to do? Like I all of a sudden have all this extra time. And I had thought off and on for a long time about like, is there something I can do from home? Is there, you know, I tried different things like blogging and, you know, different things and nothing really stuck. But with my kids being older, it was, it just kind of felt like I, you know, I've got a college degree. I have experience, um, prior to having kids, I am an intelligent woman and there's, you know, it's like, what am I going to do with the rest of my life? Kind of thing. Like, okay, my kids are kind of growing up and now it's time for me to grow up too. You know, (laughs) what do I want to be when I grow up, you know? And so, um, I kind of got into this freelancing space, um, with like social media management and just really like, cause I love social media. I love the good parts of social media. I particularly really like seeing other, um, entrepreneurs and business women and businesses in general utilize social media to grow their business. Like, I feel like that's a really positive thing that has come out of social media. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I started off really on my own and then my sister was independently doing her own thing. And we decided that, you know, maybe two is better than one. Like maybe we join forces. And so we started our company, the marketing sisters, And it's kind of evolved as we've figured out what we're passionate about and who we want to serve. And, um, but we really have landed on just offering marketing, mainly focusing on conversational marketing and social media marketing to online shop owners. Mm -hmm. Um, we particularly specialize in Shopify sites, but there's just a lot of areas where businesses can benefit from what we do. And, um, personally, I really like podcasters. So I have really enjoyed Mm. working with you because it's just a niche that I personally enjoy. Um, I find the entire podcasting world fascinating. I love listening to podcasts. I love following podcasters. Um, so it's just been a huge blessing to be able to kind of work in the behind the scenes with you. Um, but the bottom line is I just, I really enjoy marketing and I enjoy social media and I just, I like to do the behind the scenes work. Like I don't want to be out front and center of a business. Like I like helping behind the scenes and helping, um, these businesses grow to reach their potential. So yeah. And you um, do an so yeah. awesome, awesome job. Like oh, thank you. graphics and everything that you've created for me and like helped me to stay on track with stuff. And it just helps me to like, I was able to offer you accountability in the planning stuff. And I feel right. like you offer me accountability in this other way. And you know, you like to be behind the scenes and tell your podcasting friend is like, Hey, come on my podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I find the online space just so inspiring. And yeah, yeah I like, I like seeing, you know, business like yours and boutiques and, you know, all these different business women succeed. And like, for me, like, I just feel like what I can do, like, that's not my forte, but like what I can do is help behind the scenes and free up all these business owners from tasks that are really bogging them down. Yeah. Um, so that they have time and energy and brain space to like work on the things that they are passionate about and that really only they can do in their business. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's been a joy. It's been fun. I, 
So I don't, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see where you guys go with it. And especially as you get more time this fall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> People and are it's been awesome to be with my sister. Like, yeah. um, you know, that's been a really fun, um, development, um, for the two of us to, to go into business together. And, um, that's awesome. So yeah, hopefully as the school year gets going, yeah. <laughs> so, does, so does our business, you know? Yeah, totally. Well, where so. can people find you? Because I know you even give a lot of great tips about social media on social media. So I want to make sure people know where to find you if they're interested in like, Hey, I could use tips or some of that marketing help. Where should they go? Yeah. So I mainly hang out on it's Katrina dot marketing sister. Um, and then from there you can link to pretty much all of our other stuff. So, but that that's, um, on Instagram, that's, um, really where I'm at the most. So I pop on there pretty regularly and, um, yeah. Yeah. And we'll have a link to you in our show notes and I will be mentioning you on Instagram this week. So if you guys want to find her really easily, you can find her all those places we'll have her linked. So thank you so much for chatting with me, Katrina. I'm so glad you were in the cohort. It's just been so fun to see so many different lives and so many different women and how they plan and what they need. I've been seriously loving it. So I'm so glad you were a part of it. Well, thank you, Mackenzie. And it, I highly, highly recommend the cohort to anybody. So, um, I got a lot out of it and I, I think anybody could, and I think the back to school one in particularly, like if you have not, if you're like on the fence, like for sure, just take the plunge. So no, thank you. Yeah. I I'm really excited to just keep helping more women and helping us all to get out of that survival mode stuff and feel like we own our lives again. So awesome. It's a fun deal. All right. I will talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay, ladies, I want to take a little bit of a break to tell you about a new company that I'm working with that I am very excited about because it's like a fashion brand, but it also has really amazing sustainable products, which is awesome to put the two things together. So it is Bed Stew. I recently got a lovely purse, and a pair of sandals. They are both leather and they are absolutely gorgeous. But let me just tell you a little bit about what makes Bedstew different. So for over 25 years, each Bedstew piece has been handcrafted with an eco-conscious mind using recycled, renewable, organic, and reused materials, all while reducing waste. Their philosophy is simple, to create quality products that are made to last using only the most natural ingredients, making them better for you, their workers, and the planet. Each Bedstew piece Piece begins with only the highest quality clean leathers. Rather than using harsh chemicals such as chrome or formaldehyde to preserve the leather, like most leathers are, their leathers are prepared using natural tannins such as tree bark and leaves, in turn reducing the amount of waste and chemicals in their water runoff. They believe in the four R's for the planet instead of the three, recycle, reduce, reuse, and renewable. They're a family-owned company. Their shoes are handmade in that true cobbler craftsmanship fashion. And to top it off, their products are just absolutely beautiful. There are so many different selections. I absolutely love the bag that I got from them. It's my new work bag. You'll see it on Instagram. I absolutely think it's just gorgeous and so roomy and beautiful. The leather is so soft. And I also love my sandals, which you will also be able to see on Instagram. But if you want to go check them out and you would like to get something from Bedstew, you can use the discount code LWA20 for 20% off. So go check out Bedstew at B-E-D-S-T-U dot com. Use that code LWA20 for 20% off and get yourself something nice that's also good for the planet. Okay, now let's dive into the goods of getting our spaces all ready for back to school. Okay, so there are five main areas that we are going to be talking about today. The car, the backpack slash homework area, the pantry and fridge, the medicine cabinet, and the closet. So buckle up, take some notes, 
This is where it's going to get good. As you're doing that, as you're taking notes and you're really trying to tune in here and be super focused and get on top of your stress, you know, that's kind of why we're doing all of this prep is to help reduce our stress this fall, right? I want to give you a little side tip. If you want something to help with that, to help you focus, to have energy, and to be able to deal with your stress, then I want to tell you guys about something that I've been taking. It's called Magic Mind. Now, you guys know I love me some wellness products and I love things that can help me combat the stress and help me to focus better because we've been through a really stressful season and I'm really trying to come out of that and really buckle down in my business and I am finding that this product has been a game changer for me. Basically what it is is this little shot that I take every single morning that is packed with ingredients that help me to not only deal with my stress, it's got that ashwagandha and rhodiola in it that I've found really effective for a long time, especially when you take it day after day because the effects build on themselves. And so your body gets used to using the adaptogens and helps you to use them better. So it helps me with my daily stress, which I just in general need. But another big thing that I have been needing help with has been focus, being able to really get down to work, get into a creative flow, make some things happen. My brain has just felt a little bit like on pause for a while, I guess. And it's really needed sort of a jumpstart. And I feel like Magic Mind has been helping me to do that. It contains some really powerful nootropics that help my brain to just get plugged in for the day and do the work that I need to do. It's got lion's mane and cordyceps mushrooms that help me to boost my clarity and focus so that I can really get down to work, which I have found to be so helpful this summer when I'm trying to cram a lot of work into short periods of time because my children are all around and I really need to take the most advantage of my time. And I feel like Magic Mind is helping me to do that. It helps me to just get straight down to work and really get into that creative flow to be able to work my brain as best I can in the limited periods of time that I am able to. And a lot of those times I am planning. I am doing this kind of thing where I'm prepping for our year, I'm planning out our days, and I really need to be able to be focusing and on my best game. And Magic Mind is helping me to do that. It might help you too so that you can really get down and dirty and get your year planned, get your spaces ready for back to school. So if you would like to give it a try, help reduce your stress and increase your focus and energy this fall, give Magic Mind a try. I have a 20% off code to share with you guys. It's livewell20 that you can use by just going to magicmind.co slash livewell, and then you enter that code livewell20 at checkout. The best part is they have a money-back guarantee, and if you get the subscription, it's actually 40% off your first subscription. And that 40% off code lasts for just 10 days, so you're going to want to hurry up and get your order of Magic Mind, especially right now, right before the school year starts, as you're getting in to everything, this is an advantage that I am so glad that I have been having, and I think you'll really like it too. So again, go to magicmind.co slash livewell, enter that code livewell20 for 20% off your first time order or 40% off your first time subscription. Okay, so once you've gotten your brain all plugged in and you're ready to go, you can start working on some of these spaces. And our first space that we are going to talk about is the car. You guys, I spend so much time sitting in my car every year, every day after school. We've got so many different activities that are going on, and it seems lately that I have a bigger rotation of kids who are in the car with me while I'm sitting at those activities, and I love my children, but sitting in a car with them, especially when the weather starts to get cold and it's not like they can get out and like kick around a ball or play outside a little bit, it can feel close to torture. So I have learned that it's it's really helpful to have some things packed in the car with us that just kind of travel with us around all the time so that I'm always prepared and they have things that they can do, eat, and drink. Those are those are the top priorities when we are in the car because it seems to never fail that if I don't have that figured out ahead of time, we don't have enough snacks with us. People are hungry. They are grumpy. They are anxious. And if I just have those things with us, then it smooths things over. And a lot of times they are able to do things like work on homework or color or watch something on their Kindle or read a book while I am also being able to read a book or get some work done or something like that instead 
instead of us just being, you know, really frustrated, kind of going out of our minds together. So we have a simple little basket that I picked up at Walmart last year that fits really nicely between my girls in the back seat. And in that basket, I have kind of everything that we could end up needing while we're sitting in the car. So we've got some non-perishable snacks that I keep in there. I keep waters in there in the beginning of every week. I just can check it over the weekend and see if we have it, you know, reloaded up so we have everything in there that we need. And then we keep some really basic homework supplies. So a pair of scissors, a glue stick, some crayons. I don't normally keep markers in the car, but they don't typically need those. We've got pencils, some erasable pens, some things like that so that they are able to tackle pretty much whatever it is that they've got that they're bringing home. I also like to have clipboards in the car so that they have a flat surface to be able to do their homework on. And sometimes they have homework that I keep in the car, like flashcards and that sort of thing that I know we're always going to do that while we're sitting in the car at ballet. And so we're always going to go over my daughter's sight words together or something like that just to make it easier. I don't have to pack them in every single time and remember them as we're going out to the car. It's easier to just have a copy of them in the car so that I'm not always having to try to remember everything all the time. It's also handy to have a pair of headphones for each of the kids that just are the car headphones. They stay in the car. They can be used with their Kindles in the car. Again, I don't have to think about it. I don't have to be looking for it. I also like to keep a small stash of hair supplies for my girls for ballet. So if I need to do their hair in the car for some reason, we've been on the go. I have everything right there. And again, we're not having to bring some else extra out to the car, remember anything. It's just automatically in there. We've got a brush, a little spray bottle, some bobby pins, bands, all that kind of thing. So we're just good to go and I don't have to use more brain power than is necessary. And it can be helpful if there are certain things that you want to make sure that do come with you out to the car, but they aren't things that you can necessarily have copies of that stay in the car or that sort of thing, but you always want to remember. It can be nice to have a list that you just put on the back door and you can easily scan down and make sure that you have everything you need. And again, you're not having to use extra brain power as you're leaving the house. You can just quickly glance over that list and be like, oh yeah, I forgot my own AirPods or I don't have my Kindle or that sort of thing so that I'm not having to use my own brain to remember them. I can just glance at the list. And those are things that I usually want to have with me if I'm going to be sitting in the car for a long period of time. I don't want to be anywhere without my Kindle or a book for work or a pen to be able to be writing down some ideas, maybe my bullet journal, something like that, my iPad, any of those things that I might want to have with me. It's nice to just have a list of reminders and be able to grab them really quickly or keep those things generally in a to-go bag that I can be grabbing as we are heading out the door. It's also really helpful in that carbon to have things like extra plastic bags to be throwing things away. Also to have wet wipes. Even though my kids are older, wet wipes seem to always come in handy. For some reason, there's always some snack they've brought home from school or a sucker or something that gets dropped in the car or goes awry. And to just have a handy pack of wet wipes to be able to wipe things down and those plastic bags to be able to throw things away in is so helpful. I find especially during the school year, having a bag in the car dedicated to garbage is essential because otherwise things just end up on the floor and the car gets out of hand so quickly, especially when we're doing so much life in it. So that's another big one that I highly encourage. Have that bag with garbage along with everything else that you are keeping as you are traveling from activity to activity. And finally, if your kids are using any kind of electronics in the car, make sure that you have all the cords that you need so that you can either plug them into your car to be able to charge them because it seems to never fail that they aren't quite charged the way we need them to be when we get in the car, or you have portable chargers that you have in that basket that are just ready to go. It's another thing you can quickly charge over the weekend, and then when you're throwing your fresh snacks and water in the car, you can make sure you have those charged chargers in there as well so that they can use utilize their Kindles or their iPads or whatever it is that they need to use. Um, Sometimes we even have my daughter's computer in the car with us, anything like that. It's just helpful to be able to have access to the power that we need for them. 
Okay, now we are going to be moving into the house to the backpack area slash homework area. Now for us, this is a pretty similar spot. It's in the kitchen, but you might have different areas. These are just, I'm kind of lumping them together into one category because it's sort of like the after school area. I like to have a place that's relatively close to the back door that's easy for us to be able to grab the bags in the morning. I don't like when we have backpacks in people's rooms because it just feels like it's harder to grab things and go when we're trying to get out of the house in the morning. So we just have this little cubby that everybody sticks their backpacks in when they get home from school. I have an area that we just put everybody's papers from the day that they need to show me or art projects or whatever. It's right on top of this little area so we can get to it easily and they can be unloading their bags. Also, if you maybe, I'm not saying this is me at all, but if maybe you haven't emptied that area out from the end of the school year, from this past year, you're going to want to do that. Note to self, uh, make sure that you have cleared that space to start a whole brand new fresh year. If you still have artwork and whatever that you were dealing with from the past year, go ahead and get it taken care of. I'm going to try to get that done this week too. So everybody can feel like they just can start fresh, loading in the bajillions of papers that the school decides they send, need to send home every year. Okay, so go ahead and clear that area out. Make sure there's a place for those papers so the kids know too and they can participate in the backpack thing every night because I know it's so much more helpful for me if I get that done the night before. We've talked about that in the evening routines episode that I had a couple of weeks ago that I really like to get as much done in the evening as I can so that our mornings are less crazy and we can just kind of move through the getting ready process without having to do all of that prep work kind of stuff in the morning and one of those things is is backpacks. I like being able to get all the papers out, go ahead and put a fresh snack in their backpack. It's typically something that is prepackaged. I know, call me crazy, but I've got a lot of kids and sometimes it's nice to just have something that I don't have to think about going bad and I can get packed in the backpack the night before. So we do a lot of granola bars or goldfish or that kind of thing for snacks for the next day. Get those put in there. It's also next to our pantry is where we have this backpack homework area. And so it's really easy for the kids to be able to grab that snack, throw it in their bag, get everything ready for the next day. And then I don't have to think about it in the morning. And same with the homework homework area, sort of like with the car, I find it's really important to have everything they could possibly need to be doing their homework. So when I say, okay, it's time for you to get your homework done, if it's a day when we're not doing the homework in the car, that they don't have the excuse of, well, I don't have a pencil or my crayons are missing or whatever it is, and spend the next 10 minutes running around the house trying to find all the accoutrements that they need to be able to do their homework. No, sir, you have it all right here. Just sit down and get your homework done. So it's nice to just kind of pre-think all of that, have those things together, and create an area that the kids know this is what is expected of you, this is where you're going to be doing your homework, so that you can just kind of already take care of a lot of those questions and battles before the school year ever hits. You've established it with them, they see the area, they know where to unload their backpack, where to do their homework, how they have everything that they need to be able to do it. Excuses, be gone. So I just find that to be really helpful. Okay, So I kind of already mentioned this, but we have our backpack area next to our pantry. It's also pretty close to our fridge. And I think, you know, it's just one of those areas as you are heading into the school year that is extra nice to kind of start fresh with. Go ahead, set aside a Saturday if you need to. (laughs) Hopefully it won't be the whole day. But do the overhaul on the pantry and the fridge. Go ahead and pull everything out. Clean everything up. Put snacks in bins so the kids can easily get to them. They can see what they have available for snacks. You can be thinking about what you want them to have for snacks and get everything that you need that you might be missing. Get all of your stuff for breakfast and all that kind of stuff so that it's easier once that school year starts and you have it organized in a way that they can find and they can be helpful. 
goal. And it's also organized in a way that you can see when you're running low very easily and you can be able to replace those items. Because I know if things just kind of remain in the boxes that they originally came in, it's really easy for me to not realize that people are leaving empty boxes in our pantry. Whereas if I empty them out into a little bin on the shelf, it's a lot easier for me to be like, oh yeah, all the granola bars are missing. Or we don't have any more fruit leather because I can see it really easily. Just get rid of as many barriers to being able to replenish things and see what's actually going on as you can. And a lot of times getting rid of the original packaging and putting things in nice little bins in your pantry, having that be organized can be a huge game changer and a time saver so that you know what you need and people aren't getting frustrated when they don't have snacks and all that kind of thing. I also think it's really helpful as you are doing everything with your fridge, go ahead and clean that puppy out. You know you're going to love it when you do it. It's no fun to do, but you know it's going to feel so good when it's actually done. And make the getting lunches made process as simple as possible. Now, this may mean organizing your fridge in a different way than you ever have before. Hear me out, because I know we kind of get stuck in our ways of how we have things organized. It just makes sense to have the mayonnaise in the door and the meat in the drawer and then the cheese in a different drawer and then the carrots in the other drawer and to have everything kind of spread out into, you know, sections based on theme for your fridge. But I'm going to push back on that for a minute and say that just maybe if you have a lunch bin that has all of those things together in one place, that can be its own theme. Instead of putting all the condiments together, do it by lunch things together so that when you want your kids to be able to make their own sandwiches or find their own salami and cheese and carrots and whatever to put into their lunches, all they have to do is pull out the lunch bin, put it on the counter, and they have everything they need. It also makes it easier for them to put away because they put it all back in the bin and they put it all back in the fridge. So you don't have to get out all the different things, hold all the different things in your arms or have your kids hold all the different things in their arms and drop things and break things and whatever. They just pull out the bin. It's got everything they need. And again, it's an easier process for you to be able to easily pull out that bin and see exactly what you need for the coming week for lunches. Are you low on carrots? Are you low on apples? Do you need more celery? Whatever it is, you can see it in that bin. Maybe it's jelly. Maybe you're running low on mayo. It's easy to be able to look in one place instead of searching all over the fridge for all of the different things. You just have it all together. I'm telling you what, it's a game changer. Ladies, let's talk about our hormones. We all have them and we all have to deal with them and they all seem to be changing all the time and doing all kinds of crazy things to our bodies. So whether you are just suffering from PMS and all that's attributed to that or you're dealing with peri or postmenopausal symptoms, then Bonafide has a product to help you out. Bonafide creates safe and effective non-drug solutions that you can trust. They are proprietary natural medical products that have earned the uncompensated recommendation of over 8,400 doctors to their patients on an ongoing basis. I love that Bonafide was created to give women an alternative to effectively relieve the symptoms that accompany hormonal fluctuations within our bodies without actually having to use hormones, but they provide women with naturally powerful remedies to safely treat these natural symptoms that occur throughout our lives to give us that advantage and help us to feel in control of what is happening with our bodies. And they've got something for everything, whether it's vaginal dryness or hot flashes or night sweats or one of their new products that I have really been loving using is Sylvessa. It is the first comprehensive system designed to restore and protect hair and skin affected by estrogen decline from the inside out. So it's a daily capsule, a hair serum, and a skin serum that combine for healthier looking hair and skin. It is formulated with hyaluronic acid, which I love, which helps visibly improve skin texture and reduce fine lines and wrinkles. And it promotes fuller, thicker, healthier hair. Bonafide is effective. It is sourced naturally. It is clinically validated. They have safety and quality as their top priority. And over 333,000 women have been helped by Bonafide. So give Bonafide a try today. 
No hormones and no prescription required. Real relief without compromise. To get 20% off your first purchase when you subscribe to any product, go to hellobonafide.com slash livewell and use my promo code livewell. That's hello, B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E dot com slash livewell and code livewell. That's L-I-V-E-W-E-L-L for your special offer. For the best prices and free shipping, go directly to the hellobonafide.com slash livewell website. Again, this is a special offer just for my Live Well Anyway listeners, so check it out and use the promo code livewell. We will also have this link in today's show notes. Also, total side note, but apparently thermoses are a thing <laughs> again. I don't know. When my kids were younger, it never really came up that anyone would be interested in a thermos. And all of a sudden, in the past six months, all my kids want thermoses and they think they're the greatest thing ever. So maybe that's something to think about. We are planning, you know, I usually make a lot of chili and soups throughout the fall and winter, and my kids are like desperate to take them for lunch to school. So maybe that's another way that you can make the lunch process a little bit easier. Get everybody a thermos. They seem to be the hot new thing. We're hearkening back to, you know, the 80s and everybody loves it. And there are actually some really cute thermoses now. So give a thermos a whirl. We've also got that in the Amazon list. The ones that I got for my girls that they are really enjoying, enjoyed the end of last year. And my daughter Emerson is looking forward to this year. She actually asked for lunch supplies for her birthday this summer because she's so excited about it. In fact, we have a couple of different bento boxes and lunch boxes that go with those bento boxes in the Amazon list because that was also weirdly what she asked for for her birthday was a very special little bento box that has silverware that doubles as chopsticks and all this crazy stuff she saw on a YouTube video and is apparently all the rage. So a stackable bento box and a thermos and your kids are going to be the coolest kids in school, apparently. All right, moving on from the pantry, fridge, food situation, I want to talk about the medicine cabinet because what normally comes with back to school? That's right, sickness in some form or another. When our kids start getting around all the other kids, there's usually some sort of sicknesses that end up coming home in those first few months. And there's nothing worse than having a kid come down with something and not having what you need to take care of them. I find that to be a total nightmare. And in fact, it just happened this past week that I am recording this episode and I had kids come down with a summer stomach bug that I did not see coming and I was not prepared. So here I am speaking to my future self, telling myself to get it back together again. Of course, I didn't see this one coming in the middle of the summer, but I like to at least be better prepared for fall. So I think that you should think about the medicine cabinet in two different ways. And by the way, this is not medical advice. I am not a doctor. I am just an experienced mom who's a little bit of a hippie chick who has found some things that work well for us. And I'm just going to share from my own experiences. Take from it what you will. Leave the rest. But these are some of the things that we do. And so I like to come at it from this two-pronged approach, the preventative side and the prepared side. So on the preventative side, that means making sure that we have the vitamins and supplements on hand that I want my kids to be taking regularly so that they are hopefully not going to get sick or get as sick as they otherwise would if we weren't kind of, you know, like beefing up their systems. So some great things that I think are just kind of like the the basic level of what I want to get inside them every day are vitamin C, vitamin D, omegas, and also probiotics, which I think are also really helpful when they're fighting, you know, against all these things kind of coming at them. Now, our family rotates through a variety of different supplements and vitamins and form. Sometimes we use patches. Sometimes we use sprays. Sometimes we use gummies. Sometimes we use a little of all of that. I really like the kids' multivitamin patches from Patch Aid because they're so easy to just slap on their arms 
arm or their stomach, and then I don't have to try to get them to take anything. They just absorb them transdermally throughout the day. They come off at the end of the day. It's just super simple. We don't really have to think about it. I also love sprays because it's so simple to just be able to line everybody up and spray it in their mouth. Um, Mary Ruth's Organics has some really great ones for like vitamin D3, K2. They have a vitamin B12 that's in a spray form. Those are also really awesome. And we've got those listed in that Amazon list that I was talking about. If you go to MackenzieCoppa.com slash Amazon, click on the back to school list. We've got all of these things in there. I also like gummies and gummies are nice because we can just throw them in their lunches and they can take them during the day. So it's an easy thing. They also kind of feel almost like it's a fruit snack that they have in their lunch, but it's actually gummy vitamins. And so that's another great way to be boosting their systems and helping them to be able to fight off some of these things that are undoubtedly going to be around their schools. So if that line of defense doesn't completely take care of everything and we do end up coming down with some sort of cold or tummy bug, I like to be prepared for both. So I have little baskets in my medicine cabinet for both situations. For a cold, I make sure that we have some sort of cold or cough medicine on hand. We really like Genexa or the Robitussin Honey line is a really good one. Making sure that we have Kleenex, saline spray, and or like the Neomed neti pot or spray bottles that they have with the little um, powder that you can dissolve in water and be able to flush out people's sinuses. We just find that to be really helpful. I also like to have Zycam on hand. Both their nasal swabs and their lozenges are helpful for reducing the duration of a cold. So we make sure that we have those. We always have cough drops on hand. Everybody in our family likes a different flavor of cough drop. So we've we've got a large assortment in that little basket. I also like to have elderberry syrup on hand. There's a great one that I have in the Amazon cart that also has in it propolis, and honey, and what else is in there? It's also got um, apple cider vinegar, so it's got a ton of great stuff to be able to be kind of like fighting off those germs and getting that all taken care of. We have zinc lozenges, which also kind of go with the Zycam idea that helps them to be able to be fighting things off. And then I am not affiliated with Young Living, but I do really like their Thieves Oil that we can be diffusing through the house or putting on people's chests or a really good eucalyptus oil. I find helps when people are stuffed up and having it in their room while they're sleeping at night, having a diffuser going can be really helpful for people to just be able to sleep a little bit more soundly and get good rest. Now, if we're dealing with a tummy bug, then in that basket, I like to have activated charcoal. That's kind of our first line of defense that everybody who isn't sick yet goes ahead and takes. I also like to have some 100% red grape juice available that if my kids, the ones who don't actually swallow pills yet, I can open the activated charcoal into their grape juice and mix it up. And it's dark enough where they don't really notice that it's in there too much. I just mix it in a little bit of grape juice so they can swig that down and hopefully fight off whatever that is. And then also to have electrolyte drinks. Of course, Pedialyte is an easy one to go to. I also really like Relite by Redmond. Anything that doesn't have a ton of sugar in it, that's actually going to be able to help them to rehydrate without getting them hyped up on sugar or actually make them feel more nauseous, I think is really helpful. Again, that Thieves Oil from Young Living, not affiliated, but it is a great oil, or their Digize Oil. Sometimes my kids can feel like the Digize Oil is a little strong in smell. It has a really strong fennel scent to it. So if they're not into that, then even just using that thieves oil on their feet and their chest can be really helpful. And depending on how old your kids are, I would say having some like chucks pads <laughs> available to put underneath their general area that they are laying in in case they don't quite make it in the bowl or the bathroom um, just helps with the cleanup of those tummy bugs. It's, yeah. It's just easier if you can throw things away and get rid of them. But having all of those things on hand before the school year even starts just gives me a little bit of peace of mind, especially as a single mom. In the past, it's been really helpful when I haven't had necessarily someone who can just 
watch the kids so I can go grab that kind of stuff or go get that stuff for me while I'm with the kids. Of course, now I do have that, but it's still helpful to not have to feel like you need to go run and grab things. You just have everything you need on hand and can move straight into action, especially for comforting people when they're not feeling well. It's nicer to not just have to be like, well, you'll have cold medicine later. But if you have it, then it just makes everything a little bit easier. Okay, the final area of the home that I am going to talk about today that I think is super helpful to go ahead and dive into and get purged and organized before the school year starts are closets. That's right. We all know we have to do it. It can actually be kind of hard at the beginning of the school year because the weather is still relatively nice, so maybe we're not putting away all the t-shirts and the shorts quite yet. But I think even just going through, maybe there's still stuff in there from last year that isn't really fitting the kids anymore. There's probably some holy socks or underwear that don't really fit that great anymore or things that they just don't like to wear or maybe they just have too many clothes and it's becoming overbearing to even be able to get things put back away or they're not able to do it themselves because they don't have enough room to put their things. Now is the time. Now is the time to be ruthless, to go ahead and do a major purge. Only keep the things that your kids are actually going to wear because like I have a daughter who is very picky about the fit of things and it's useless for me to keep hanging on to a pair of pants that she just cannot bring herself to wear. It is so much more of a headache for us to try to battle over her wearing this particular pair of pants than me just going ahead and passing it down to her little sister or getting rid of them or whatever. It's not worth it. I know it can be frustrating. When they tell you they're going to wear them, they're sure they can wear this pair of zip-up pants, and then when it comes right down to it, they really can't. I get it. I get how it feels like, oh my word, we wasted that money. I need you to wear this stuff. But It's so much more of a frustration and it takes up space that you could definitely use for other things that they will wear. And so now is a great time to go through, do the big closet purge, get out things that don't fit, they won't wear, are worn out, and replace them. Get what you can so that they have simple outfits for the year. And then I think creating a system in their closets for them or you to be able to pick out their clothes on the weekends for the entire week is one of the biggest brain savers, argument savers, morning savers that I have ever done with my kids. So in the past, now their clothes are getting a little bit big, so I don't know if these particular shelves are going to work, but we used hanging shoe organizers in my girls' closet for the last couple of years. I think I'm going to get a little bit bigger hanging shelves for them for this year, but all of those will also be linked in the Amazon board so you can find them really easily and see what I'm talking about. But basically what we would do on the weekend is go to their little hanging shoe organizers and pop in seven pairs of socks, seven pairs of underwear, and then we would look at the forecast for the week and say, this is the kind of weather that we're going to be having throughout this week. What are outfits that you can wear every day? And so we would get every single thing put in those little cubbies. Like I said, everything from the socks and underwear to the sweatshirt, the t-shirt that was going to go under it, the pair of pants or the skirt with the bicycle shorts under it or, you know, whatever it is, we would get the entire outfit, we would get the entire outfit put into those cubbies. So before Monday even came, they would have all of their outfits for the entire week, which for us particularly, because they have so much back and forth with our parenting plan. They need to be able to quickly grab clothes that they can take with them and come back and all that kind of thing. So I've got them all packed and ready before the school week even starts. We don't have to argue about it in the morning, what people want to wear. I don't get to Thursday morning and realize that nobody has any underwear. It helps us to all make sure that we are on top of our game. We have everything we need and it's all organized and 
The decisions have been made. <laughs> no decision making in the morning. That's not fun for anybody. We get it all done ahead of time. And now they're at the ages where they can kind of do it themselves. For a lot of years, I was the one doing all of it. But now my girls have a lot more say over what they're wanting to wear. My boys, they obviously have been taking care of what they're wearing for quite a while. But my girls, they have more of a say of what they want to do. And so I have been having them step up and start that process. And then I will generally look over it and make sure they have what they need and everything's all good to go. But it's really nice for them to be able to start stepping up and learning how to do that and putting together those outfits and getting it all prepped on the weekend so that we don't have to think about it during the week. We have enough other things that we need to be thinking about during the week. Outfits shouldn't be one of them. And I try to get all of our laundry done on the weekend as well because I'm working during the week. So it just works out for us to get that all done on a Saturday or Sunday and then be good to go until the next weekend. Okay, I feel like I zipped through that all really quickly. I don't know if you guys had to slow me down to listen to what I was talking about, but I just get really excited about planning and prepping for things and getting things ready, especially for the school year. Anything that I can do to make it easier on myself, to make myself feel like I have a little bit more breathing room and things are taken care of and prepped and ready to go, it just gives me such peace of mind and helps me to be so much more relaxed in the dealings with my kids. Like I like to know that I can go into the morning and the backpacks are packed, they're ready to go. I don't have to argue about outfits. Everything is figured out. We have everything we need in the car for after school activities. I can just breathe a sigh of relief and actually enjoy them and focus on them instead of so many logistics, which makes my life a lot easier, especially in the mornings because I'm totally not a morning person and we have a lot going on in the mornings. So these are the spaces that are helpful for me to feel like I'm more prepared for the year and I'm betting that they would help you too. So just as a refresher, we went over the car, the backpack area slash homework area, the pantry slash fridge, the medicine cabinet, and the closets. I would love to hear, like I mentioned at the top of the show, what you do and what you find helpful to get in order and get planned and prepped before the school year starts. So make sure you head over to that post on Instagram for this episode. I would love to hear your ideas and be able to incorporate them and share them with everybody. And let's let's have a little community discussion here going on over on Instagram of things that we can be doing to help save our sanity for this back to school year. You can find me at Mackenzie Coppa over on Instagram to find that post. And also we will have everything that we talked about in today's episode linked in the show notes, which you can find by swiping up in whatever app you are listening to the episode on or heading over to MackenzieCoppa.com slash podcast and finding everything there. And finally, if you want a little bit of that handholding help, somebody to come alongside you, help you make decisions, help you have the accountability to get all of these spaces prepped and all of the other things that you need to get done for back to school planning wise, then come over and join our back to school mini cohort at mackenziecoppa.com slash cohort. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I so appreciate each of you who come back week after week and listen to the podcast. It means so much to me. And when you contact me on Instagram and get to talk about the show with me, I love getting to engage with all of you. It's really amazing that we have this community and it means so much to me and I'm truly honored that you keep listening week after week. So I hope to hear from you soon over on Instagram and until next week when we will be back with another episode, go be bold and gracious. Mm -hmm.